I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. This is Amberly Lyons, your spiritual BFF. I'm a chakra expert and the founder of Chakra Girl Co. and the Glam and Grounded Life membership, where we are just making the world more chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. And it's just so fun. Guys, I'm obsessed with today's episode. We are going deep. We are spilling tea. We have one of my dear friends here, Sophie Von Merrick. She's the founder of Love Your Life Bitch. She is my OG mentor, guys. This babe got me into this whole industry, the whole online scene. And to be honest, she is one of my favorite people and someone I look up to tremendously. She's literally the queen of reinventing your life into a hotter, richer, bitchier version of yourself, but bitchy in the best way, guys. We explain more about about that in this episode. She's sharing some really fucking easy steps to become a hot, rich bitch who loves her life, guys. So we, you want to listen to this, trust me. So we're talking about reinventing all areas of your life with ease and flow, even when the ego really wants to stay the same. We're talking about jealousy and comparison online and even in your own circle. No one's really talking about this, guys. We all have that friend or family member that we're kind of in the silent competition with. And Sophie and I are sharing like this juicy BTS story of how we overcame our friendship trials and tribulations. And sometimes that happens when you have a business friend. So you're going to love this. Okay. Babes, I'm home from Europe and I am well, but I seriously want to move to Paris. Oh my God. I just can't even. I actually have a blog post on my website sharing some of my favorite spots in Paris. You need to check it out. It's actually old. I wrote it last year, but it's all still very relevant. So we did Paris for the first two nights of our trip. I had my Dior moment, guys. I got my bag. I am 
just thoroughly obsessed with it. We ate escargot, drank rosé, and we just had the best time. We rode scooters, guys. I rode a scooter in Gucci shoes, like high-heeled shoes, and it was just like, oh, so freaking fun. This is the first time that my husband and I like really did Paris together. Funnily enough, actually, the first time I really did Paris was with Sophie on today, who's on today's show. And she really showed me the Paris ropes, bless her. That was the funnest girl trip ever. Um, so I got to show my husband all the fun things that we did. And then after Paris, we went to Milan and we met my mom and my stepdad. We ate all the pasta. We went to a cooking class. We made lasagna. We went to Lake Como. You guys, if you haven't been to Lake Como, make it a trip, make it happen. We saw George Clooney's house. I mean, I didn't like knock on the door or anything. I'm not a total psycho, but we did drive by twice. Anyways, I also had a Fendi. Okay. I need to tell you guys something. This was so wild. I was in Paris buying my Dior bag. There was a super chic, cool girl trying on a skirt and we just got to talking. She was just like decked out in every designer you could imagine and so cute. And then I was in Milan the next week and buying my Fendi sweater and she was at the Fendi store. How crazy is that? That I saw her in Paris and Milan and I'm like, okay, we need to become friends and now we're friends on Instagram. So there's that manifested a friend. Um, oh, I also posted about some of the lessons I learned on this trip on Instagram. Go check it out. If you're not following me, I'm on Instagram at shocker girl co and I'm wearing a beret in the photo. I've got lots of likes. So, I mean, you should definitely check it out. Um, then we went to Brussels. It's like this little beer town. We had amazing chocolate and then back to Paris for one night before we went home and we ate at hotel cost. I met Jenna Cavello. She's on episode 11. She's from LA, but we were in Paris at the same time. And oh my God, I love her so much. Make sure you're following her too. You guys are going to love Jenna. Anyways, I'm back. I'm doing some major inner work, working with goddess Kali. I actually bought a little Kali statuette situation in Brussels. Of course, I find like the one woo-woo store in a beer town. And yeah, it's it's real, guys. I've only been doing it for like five days, so I don't want to like give you guys the 411 until I know that it's not dangerous, <laughs> emotionally dangerous. But I'll tell you guys everything once I know what's up with Kali. Let's get into the chakra tip. Okay, I really want to talk about the solar plexus because we just had fall equinox. It's getting darker, it's getting colder. Summer is officially fucking over, and we're feeling a bit moodier. We're feeling introverted, and it's time for inward reflection. So, the solar plexus chakra, it's right below your rib cage. It's about this like yellow, vibrant, glowy, sunshiny energy. Okay. And I want to remind you that you can use that light anytime. So you can access the solar plexus. You can access the inner sun at any time. And the solar plexus is also about confidence, trusting yourself, and just having that like vibrant je ne sais quoi that makes people turn their heads when you walk in the room. So a couple steps. First off, I want you to get really real with your darkness and what's causing you to feel meh. And sometimes you just need to journal it out. You need to release it. Um, and I'm actually in this episode, giving you guys a new journaling practice that I'm doing that is very wild. Um, and then I really want you to try breath of fire 
Okay. If you Google it, you'll find tons of info, but breath of fire is this Kundalini way of breathing where you're like really inhaling and exhaling, um, through the nose and pumping your stomach. So it's like, I mean, you can't see me, so I can't really impersonate it for you. But if you just Google breath of fire, you'll find so much information, but basically it's this rapid fire breath. It acts, activates the solar plexus. It brings in like a ton of new oxygen. It strengthens your aura, protects you. It makes you shinier and more vibrant. It's good for stress guys. It's a cure for everything. So do the breath of fire. We're going to link you in the show notes to a video as well. So if you're looking for that inner sun, if you're trying to find more confidence, you got to start breathing babes. All right, let's do a chakra shout out. My favorite freaking woo woo jewelry company has released a chakra collection and I'm dying over it. Satya jewelry. Make sure you follow them. They came out with this new chakra collection. It's so pretty. I got the whole crown chakra collection. I first heard of Satya Jewelry when I saw the founder. Her name is Satya Skinetti. She was on, I'm probably not saying that right, but she was on Marie Forleo's YouTube channel, Marie TV. And I fell in love with this jewelry line. And she's actually one of the reasons I started my jewelry company. So I have the amethyst beaded bracelet, I have the chakra bracelet, the chakra necklace, and what else do I have? Oh, the crown chakra necklace. And I'm going to show you guys pictures on Instagram today. So make sure you look, but it's super, super pretty. And then on the crown chakra necklace, it came on this little card and it says seventh of the chakras, the the crown chakra is the divine awakening where all energies meet and light emanates, illuminating all knowledge and understanding. A thousand petal lotus radiates energy and light mimicking the brilliance of the sun. How freaking beautiful is that? And then it says, I am divine because... I am. I fucking am. All right. Check them out, guys. I want to do a chakra analysis on Chloe Kardashian because I've started keeping up again. New season is on. We love Chloe. Love us some Chloe. And I'm going to go through, I'm going to start going through every chakra for everyone because we just, I want you guys to start being chakra experts too. So I'm going to just, you know, the more you listen, the more you know. Okay. So let's start with her root chakra. I feel like she's not super grounded right now. She's in a rental apartment. She, you know, moved out of her place with Tristan. Her life's a little bit, not in shambles, but uprooted, I would say. So her root chakra is probably a little off right now, but in general, she is, seems like a very grounded person. Sacral chakra is I think it's great. I think she's emotionally calm and collected. Her emotions are balanced and that's what sacral chakra is all about. She thinks before she acts. She's not like impulsive except for that Palm Springs episode where she like was raging. But I mean, I was also all for that. Um, solar plexus is good. She's bubbly. She's vibrant. Like she just looks like sunshine. Okay. So her heart, I mean, obviously there's something going on. I would love to see Chloe just love herself so much that no more asshole guys can even energetically get close to her. And I'm going to share, um, this tip that I share all the time, but treating yourself the way you want to be treated. So I'm actually doing this right now as well. I feel like I do this quarterly based on, you know, how much my husband's annoying me, but I write down all the ways I wish he would treat me. And then I treat myself that way, whether it's like appreciated, supported, 
honored, worshiped, and do that. So be like, okay, how will I worship myself? How will I honor myself? And do that every single fucking day. And you will either manifest the right person or the person that's in your life will rise the fuck up to meet you where you deserve to be. Okay. So that's what I would like Chloe to do. Throat chakra. Her throat chakra is okay. I mean, she could speak her mind a bit more. She gave Tristan the silent treatment for a long time. And I think she really should have talked it out or at least like maybe she did do this. I don't know, like written a letter, like journaled it out to get clear on her feelings. Cause she, she was kind of like, yeah, I'm still not clear on my feelings. I don't know how I feel yet. I don't want to talk to him yet. Um, and I was like, I mean, I hope she was doing the work during that time, but if she wasn't, she gets a pass. That was a crazy situation. Um, third eye intuition. I mean, I don't know. Did she intuitively know that Tristan was a douche? I don't know. Was it a self-sabotage? I hope not. I don't know. It's hard to say, but I will say she's really good at inward reflection, which is also what the third eye is about. So Hopefully she was just having a foggy moment with Tristan and that she can intuitively connect to people better and know whether or not they are assholes. And then her crown chakra. I mean, she's living her best life. Everything she touches turns to gold. Good Americans. Amazing. Um, revenge bodies. Amazing. I'm giving her a gold star on the crown chakra. So we love us some Chloe. And her life is certainly glam and grounded. And speaking of glam and grounded, guys, are you in the membership yet? Because I am sharing hot AF monthly content all to support you in activating your chakras to manifest your most chic, spiritually connected, glamorous, and grounded life in the funnest way. So from manifesting Gucci shoes and bags to releasing fears, to increasing your intuition, to deciding your business idea, the girls in this membership are seeing massive shifts and changes, and it starts immediately. Like the changes start right away. So you're getting videos, audios, workbooks, a private online community where you get to make new besties. And I'm there too, hanging out with you. And if you're, I don't know, it's like, if you're looking to get clear on that life that you want and, you know, getting clear on what your glam and grounded life looks like, because you're just like clear of, or you're just sick of getting jealous and scrolling through Instagram all the time, we're going to unblock your chakras. We're going to gain that like deeper spiritual connection. You're going to become more positive. You're going to learn how to manifest fast and you're just going to have a more glam and grounded life. So join us in the glam and grounded membership. Oh, plus I'm doing live meetups for all the members only members only guys, Vancouver, October 17th and in LA, October 27th, we're going to have the best fun, the best fun. Oh my gosh. I can't talk today. We're connecting you with your new chakra besties. You're going to meet me. You're going to meditate with me and it's going to be next level, but you have to be a member. So good news. You as a chakra radio listener, you get the membership for only $37 a month. No commitments. You can cancel anytime, but you won't because your whole life and energy is going to change and you're just going to want more and more. So go to chakragirlco.com slash membership and use the coupon code podcast to be in the chakra girl squad for only $37 a month. Again, chakragirlco.com slash membership promo code podcast. So let's get glam and grounded guys. And let's get into this episode. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. It's Amberly Lyons here, and we are here today with 
one of my fave people, actually, Sophie Von Merricks. She's the founder of Love Your Life Bitch, which is a lifestyle and self-development brand, and she supports women to reinvent their lives in the hottest richest, most confident way. And she creates amazing content, YouTube videos. Her brand is swoon worthy. You have to check her out. She's just making living your best life look effortless and flowy. And I'm so obsessed with her. Sophie was my first ever business mentor, life mentor and business mentor. (laughs) And she's personally taught me everything about like branding. She helped me launch my first two businesses and she just taught me how to love myself. And I was really a hot mess when I found her. So (laughs) she was the catalyst guys. We've also become dear friends and it's been such a blessing having her in my life, watching her do so many amazing things, supporting so many people. And she's just so consistent. It is like so enviable and she does it all looking hot af so welcome to the show what an intro (laughs) (laughs) oh this old thing yeah oh my gosh full circle moment full circle moment sophie and i actually had a podcast together it was called hot rich and humble which humble radio hot rich humble radio i'm so like but like that is like the coolest name i I feel it was so cute oh it was perfect it was so fun yes so fun okay Let's dive into our slumber party questions. Okay, what is your daily ritual? So my daily ritual right now is waking up at three in the morning and feeding my baby. And then I'm really enjoying doing like a meditation or a sleep hypnosis or something to go back to sleep. But the So that feels really good. And then something I've done for the last, I don't know, six years and stayed super consistent with it is every morning my husband and I get up, we take the dog out. And we go through everything that we're grateful for. And we just, we talk about like things we're grateful for now. We talk as if we're grateful for things that are happening, like things we want to manifest that we want to happen. We, we just kind of like, I don't know, just speak as if and make it kind of a game on our walk. And we really love doing that. And can we talk about the collective manifest? Oh, oh, and that is, yeah, definitely. That's actually also part of my daily morning ritual. Okay. So my husband created this amazing journal to help you to manifest, um, helps you manifest, helps you get shit done, helps you get organized, but it's really just the process Like he is an amazing manifester and it's really the process that he has used every single day. He's so consistent with it and he just wanted it to all be easy in a journal. But I do that every morning as well, even with the baby, like, and I just do my, my little journaling practice every day. So he's created this gorgeous journal. It's so great. It helps you manifest things in 90 days. It gives you the process and when you're diligent and do it, like people are manifesting amazing things. Like he's like people who have the journal have been like, Oh my gosh, I like have my best month ever. I, there's some like network marketers that use it. Like, Oh my gosh, I've like gotten the next ranking or whatever. Someone, this guy who like, uh, has never worked on a day in his life has been like doing CrossFit every single day and just ran his th- for, did his first triathlon. That's so wild. Is like, like in a dating rut, they've like gotten out there. They they're on their third date with someone. Like it's just like really cool. What people so, have yeah. Done. Well, I and I've talked about it on the show before. I yeah. use it for manifesting ease and flow. Mm. So I use it to map out like how I want my day to feel. Yes, and it makes me. It reminds me. Like I get into that feeling as I'm writing it and then it reminds me to take breaks and we're going to link you guys to it. Yeah, definitely check it out. And I think you can use the code Sophie, S-O-F-I-E for a discount 
of and if you can't, variety. you will be able to by the time this <laughs> podcast airs. S O F I E, and it's Collective Manifest. The Collective Manifest. The yeah. Collective Manifest dot com. Yeah. Okay, yeah, if you go to thecollectivemanifest.com, it's okay. there. Okay, thecollectivemanifest.com. Yeah, and it's Coupon code so 90-day manifest journal. Yes, so, and it's yeah. amazing. <gasps> what is your go-to crystal? So my go-to crystal, well, the first crystal I ever balled out on was this one. It's called a Herkimer Diamond. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I want to be psychic. <laughs> <laughs> and they told me it was really good for, like, crown chakra yeah. and third eye. Uh, I really like... Anything with crown chakra, I feel like it really gives you that like confidence, stunning queen kind of vibes. Like yes. you, you learn to trust yourself and your intuition a little more. But lately, I've been on that citrine tip, yes. from, as per you, um, with all the Lakshmi mantras. But also, I really love anything for heart, heart chakra too, like rose quartz or what is it called? It's the green one. Green. There's like green calcite or green. There's another one called green aventurine. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I like that. And I really like anything that kind of opens me up to connecting more. Okay, so we're not going to ask you your favorite Kardashian. Instead, we're going to ask you your favorite housewife. Oh my gosh! (laughs) We're we're switching it up. My favorite housewife. I think it, like, most relatable, I think maybe Kyle. Yeah. But I think my favorite housewife to watch is Sonia Morgan. Oh, yes! (laughs) She is really living her best life these days. I know, she is just like, she's the original cabaret star. Yes. (laughs) She doesn't get enough credit for that, I don't think. Um, She's just a pleasure. She's kind of insane, but like not in a lovable way. She's an enigma, truly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What is a guilty pleasure that you have? A guilty pleasure I have... I, I would honestly say it is watching trash TV. Yeah. I love reality TV. I know sometimes it's not the most high vibe stuff, but I love it. And I do feel like I get so many lessons from my business. Like I'm always touting something I saw on a reality TV show. I do watch some true trash though. And I probably spend a little bit too much time watching it. However, I just love it. (laughs) I know. Okay, what is the quote? I feel like I've tried to repeat it, and it's like it was a secondhand passed down from you from Real Housewives. Something about speaking your truth, something about emancipating yourself. Oh, yeah. Um, Who was it? It was Carolyn Radswell. Okay. And Carol Radswell, sorry. And she said, the purpose of your pain is to communicate it in a way that emancipates you and empowers others. Like, I have goosebumps. You guys, that's not Gandhi. That's Real Housewives of New York City. (laughs) So good. Okay. Okay. You have the best hair ever. So give us your best hair tip. My best hair tip is, you know, it's really OG. I think it is rinse with cold water. Mm -hmm. Like, I know. What is that? But I think also... I like to do like just spray in a little bit of like leave-in conditioner after day. Oh, this is actually the real hair tip. I don't effing wash my hair. (laughs) Like I don't wash it. And I actually can't use dry shampoo either. I'm allergic to it. Oh. So I've just kind of had to train my hair. And you can train your hair, you guys. You just get a really good like boar bristle brush and brush the shit out of it every morning. And 
Yeah, I put like a little leave-in conditioner on like day three and like it makes the ends nice and soft. Mm. And I honestly think that's my hair tip. I really don't use very much. I don't really use a hair oil. Yeah. I don't use anything. And So how do you, um, like how often do you wash it? I wash it like like on maybe twice a week, but I try every five days. Okay. I try every five yeah. days, which I know is pushing it, but... I don't know. It just, I've gotten my, it used to be, the reason I do this, because it used to be so oily. Yeah. Like, I couldn't go a day without washing it. Yeah. I just said, F this shit. Like, I can't, I can't be doing this yes. every day. It yeah. takes so long to dry your hair. I know. So I just kept stretching it, stretching it. And before I used to use dry shampoo, but I can't use dry shampoo. So if you can, go try for the, it. Try the no poo. Yeah, I would do dry shampoo and then put something on the ends. I think that's what it's really about. Yeah. It's like have something kind of hydrating and conditioning the ends. So okay. I use like living proof. Like it's like a leaving conditioner detangler oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Their and, stuff smells so good. Oh, my gosh. My husband loves it. He's like, yeah. what does that smell? Need to know. Okay, let's talk about you. I want to know about your spiritual journey and how that coincided with turning it into a business. You know, I think starting my business has been the most spiritual journey because Mm. I feel like having a strong spiritual relationship is really about unconditional love, like Mm. loving yourself the way source does and loving other people the way source does, God, whoever, however you want to see it. And I think for so many years, not moving forward with my business idea was like also a time where I was really far away from any spiritual relationship. And I feel like just like a parent and a child, like if you have a child, you would never want your child to feel like they made so many mistakes that they can't do something they're dreaming about or like they're not good enough to do something they're dreaming about. You would just be like, no, just try, just do it. And I, and I feel like I feel like moving forward with my business and like bringing those dreams to life has made me so much closer to God. It has made me like forgive myself. It's made me, it's just been the most beautiful thing. And there's been moments, like so many moments in our business, actually many moments with you where we're just like, I feel like we're in the presence of God. Yeah. And like <laughs> it just feels so magical and amazing. And I never had those moments before starting my business. Mm-hmm. So I feel like bringing your business ideas or whatever it is in your head that you want to create to life is like the most spiritual thing you can do. Yeah. It's more spiritual than sitting and praying every Sunday or whatever. It's like squeezing everything out of life that you possibly can. Right. That's why we're here. And because it's your purpose too. So it's like you're stepping towards your purpose, yeah. but then you're also honoring that inner child and its desires rather than pushing them in the corner. Like you don't want to be, like you were saying, like parenting yourself. You don't want to be that parent that's like, no, you can't do it. Stay safe. I know. Like be a, I don't know, be a lawyer, <laughs> you know? Right? Like it's kind of like imagine... You know, like God, the universe has set us up with this amazing playground, this purpose, like all these things like, okay, now go live your purpose, do all the things, like do all the things I want you to do. It's kind of like, can you imagine if you set up your life for this kid and you're like, okay, I've got you like this beautiful home and I, I, I'm just supporting you. I'm, I'm like, I want you to just go out there and do everything you want. And they're just like, well, I'm not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, I just can't do it. You can't. God, well, I don't want to give you anything then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to focus on someone else for now. But of course, like, you know, God's not like that. Guys. God's not that petty. So yeah, it's just been the most 
yeah, beautifully spiritual yeah. thing I've ever done. Which yeah. It's so funny, like starting a business. Totally. But it has been the most spiritual thing. So explain what love your life bitch means. <laughs> so I first heard, I like I didn't come up with this myself, by the way, you guys. I, it's something I heard and I feel like you just kind of get these little ideas dropped in from the universe. But basically I was a real bitch in a bad way when I was growing up. I was really angsty and just like, not hot or rich or anything and complaining a lot and just, you know, a regular teen. And I think when I was about 19, I was sitting around with one of my friends complaining as you do, as you do, <laughs> complaining about everything. And this guy who are friends with, he's like, Oh my God, you bitches shut up. You're hot. You're rich. Just love your life, bitch. And you know, ding, ding, ding. That just went off in my head, but it really embodied everything that I aspired to be. And it just made me feel like I felt so crappy at that time in my life, like really not enough, really just confused, really lost and really just like, I just didn't like my life. I was very young, you know, whatever. And it just kind of like, it was like this mantra. It gave me this energy and confidence and it just made me feel a little sassy. It's just like repeating those words made me feel better. And then it kind of became this guiding light for me throughout my twenties. But really to me, it means like, so love your life, bitch. I say it, the whole thing is you're hot, you're rich, love your life, bitch. So hot is like, you feel hot, you feel healthy, you feel vibrant, rich, you feel abundant. Like you see life as this you know, cup overflowing, like you just see the amazingness and everything. Mm -hmm. Loving your life is like, you know, loving your lifestyle, creating a life that you love. And for me, I think the most confusing part for a lot of people is why is bitch in there? Like, why is there a swear word? But like for me, bitchiness, and I think for our generation, Mm -hmm. millennials, like, you know, we grew up on the simple life. Paris Hilton, like loves you, bitch. Yeah. You know, and I think it's, and also it's a word that is so commonly thrown around. But for me, it is just like, this unapologetic confidence, like I am taking care of myself so that I can take care of the world or I'm giving myself permission to focus on me so that anyone can focus on themselves. Like if you are inhabiting like this bitchy confidence, like it's really lighting the way for everyone else to do the same. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And if we all take care of ourselves, we can all take care of each other in so much better ways. So yeah. It's a really positive thing. Yeah. Me. And it's like Erica Jane, how she uses cunty. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's totally, that's totally what it is. It's like a PG 13 <laughs> version. Yeah. It's the PG 13 version. So yeah, it's always, I mean, it's just, we, no matter how we want to slice it, we've grown up on the word mm-hmm. and it's thrown around in so many different ways, but I, what I hear time and time again is when people see my name on Instagram or whatever, they're like, I just really like, it made me smile, you know? Yeah. And that's the intention because hearing that when I heard it, it made me smile. It made me feel like, oh, I could be that. I could be that. Yeah. And was it you that suggested the book to me, Why Men Love Bitches? Yeah, that is, that was also like a book that changed my life. Yeah. Too. It's like the kind, it's like you basically just need to read the first couple chapters and then you get it. But it really did light off a light bulb because you need to like have, I feel like the way that you use the word bitch, it's like, it's really like being unapologetic about totally, who you are. Totally. And like owning who you are. Totally. So go be bitches, guys. Go be a bitch. And I remember the, <laughs> when I emailed you the first time ever, yeah. I was like hot mess, probably like crying at my computer, <laughs> read a blog post that she had. Um, but I said in the email, I was like, 
I feel like we're aligned. I was like, I feel hot. I don't feel rich. I kind of love my life and I'm definitely a bitch. So (laughs) I was like, can you help me with the other pieces? I know. I want to find that email. And she did. And she did. I know. Look where we are now. Um, So you're an expert in reinventing yourself. You know, that's, you know, a big part of your brand, like helping women go from not loving their lives to loving their lives, helping them step into whatever their purpose is and move forward. So how can we first like admit that we need to reinvent our lives? So I feel like that's the hardest step. And then how, like, what's like the first step after that? You know, I think like in terms of just admitting, I think the main thing for a lot of people is that they don't even realize it's an option. Yeah. Which is so crazy. Yeah. Like people just think, oh, this is where I am. This is where I work. I'll work my way up and then it'll get better when I get this $10 raise. Yeah. Or or, like whatever it is. Like maybe you hate your job. Maybe you hate your relationship. Maybe you hate your body. Like whatever it is, you have options. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It does. You're not, it's never too late. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest thing is just kind of saying like, instead of complaining, I want more Mm -hmm. and it's okay to admit that. One thing that really set me off, especially when I was in a place where I don't know how I'm going to ever leave this job or I don't know how I'm ever going to have this life. I was watching an interview with Diane von Furstenberg and something that she said before she was Diane, before she had the wrap dress, before she had the husband, before she had all these things. She said, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew the woman that I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where so many people get tripped up. They're like, well, I don't know how to make money like on my own, or I don't know how to leave my job or I don't know how. And it's like, you can be confused and that's okay. Just know the part, like have an idea of the person that you want to be. Yeah. And I think some people get scared of wanting that because they're like, if I don't know how I'm going to like, I don't want to daydream about this life that I don't know how to get. But the how doesn't really matter. Like the how kind of just comes. Yeah. So I feel like when you see enough people living the life that you want, if you can push past the jealousy part of it because a lot of people get really trapped up in there but it is really just saying I think the first step is just saying I'm ready for the next step yeah I'm ready to move towards this at a certain point you get to a place where it's just like I'm done seeing other people live this life like I want this too especially when you especially now with Instagram and I actually think this is one of the most beautiful things about Instagram we get behind the scenes of so many like successful, normal people, Mm. like not just celebrities, you know what I mean? So at a certain point, you just kind of go, okay, these people are doing it. It's not just for someone who landed an audition or whatever. Or had a rich husband or a rich family or. Yeah. I like, I could do this too. Mm -hmm. And I think just seeing that possibility really opens up so many doors. Cause when you see someone similar to you or your background, who is living a life that you would like, it's just like, oh, well, if it's possible for them, it's possible for me. And when you believe it's possible, then, you know, all bets are off. Yeah. totally move forward. And that resonates with me so much because I remember when I first started, like, my journey, I was making excuses. I'd be like, oh, well, this person on Instagram probably has a rich husband or a rich family or they, you know, had this different circumstance that I didn't have. But then when I saw my best friend's little sister launch a business and I was like she did not have a good family situation she ain't got no money she doesn't have a rich boyfriend I was like I have I can't fucking make excuses anymore so it's like when we take accountability that's kind of like the first step that is the first step yeah Yeah. when you just go okay 
this is on me now. It's yeah. not on my circumstances. And it's really actually on that note, just taking responsibility for mm-hmm. your life. Like the current state of all of our lives is like a delayed, it's a delayed reading of the choices and beliefs that we've made up into this point. And you can change that at any moment, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, I think that's the first step, taking responsibility and just saying, I am ready to be totally wrong about everything I've believed about what's possible for me, what I'm capable of up until this point. Mm, Show me the way. I'm ready for the the next step. Okay, so we've admitted it. We like know that we need to change. We're ready to reinvent ourselves. Like, is there some kind of like practical, like journaling tip or ritual or like how do we like actually say yes to that life? You know what? It's so freaking simple. Write a list of the things you love to do. Like the things you love to spend your money on, your time on, your energy on. And then write a list of the shit you hate. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like do more things you love, do less shit you hate. That is really what it comes down to every single time. And every single level you get to, like as you make more money, as you have more time, that list might change. Those things might change. But when you see it on paper, like we can all kind of, you know, we have these things swimming around our heads like, oh, I don't like doing this or I don't like paying my bills or I don't like um, doing my taxes or I don't like making dinner or whatever it is. But when you actually see it on paper, like the things that are draining your energy and the things that you're spending a ton of your time on and money on or whatever, when you see it on paper, it makes it really easy to go, okay, I'm just going to say no next time. Mm -hmm. And then you start making plans and making time and allocating like time and resources and everything to the things that you love. And that it really just starts there Mm. and you can kind of start carving out a more satisfying life. It doesn't mean you have to quit your job, leave your husband or anything like that. It's just moving more towards things that make you love your life. Bitch. Do you know what I mean? Because so many of us don't actually spend time doing the things that we love. Like yeah. if you just ask yourself, like, what have you spent your time and money and energy on in the last two weeks? It might be like, you know, you've spent 40, 80 hours at a job that you really hate. You went to some baby showers and like we're wondering why the hell you were there. Your baby shower was the best baby shower I've ever been to though. I got like wasted at noon. (laughs) I wanted everyone to have a really good time. We did. We did. Um, you know, so many people just don't like, if you look back at the year and you go, Oh, well I really loved like riding my bike or going to the beach or something. And you did that once in the whole year. It's like, why don't you just make more time doing that? And when people ask you to go do the things that you don't like to do, you're busy. Yeah. Like, have, like you have the list in your phone. And then it's like when you're bored, be like, okay, I'm going to do one of these things. Or not even when you're bored. It's like every week, like look at the list and be like, hey, how can I schedule a couple of these things in? Totally. I think it was, I think I was listening to Tim Ferriss's podcast and he said something like, if it's Tuesday and you haven't planned your weekend yet, make some plans mm. because otherwise you're just going to spend another weekend um, doing God knows what Netflixing and chilling. Mm. And guess what? When I look back at my year, I love a little cozy Netflix and chill as much as the next person. But when I look back at my year, my best memories or the things I'm most proud of are not just these random weekends that just kind of disappeared. And I think so many people who are the weekend warriors, like they're nine to five and they live for the weekend. And then they just kind of like either drink and get hungover and then you know you waste away two days or whatever it's like 
no, make some time for the stuff that you really love. And oftentimes it doesn't mean you have to spend any more money or any more, really of anything. It's just allocating it just towards the things that you love a little bit more. So what do you tell your ego when it's afraid to lose the old version of you? (laughs) Um, I, I feel like the best, my favorite way is to really just have an actual conversation because I feel like the ego is our scared little inner child, Mm -hmm. you know? And I just imagine soothing it like a little child, like, okay, like, like, okay, you're afraid of the dark. Like what's going on? Like, okay, I'm going to hear you. I'm going to validate your feelings. And then I'm going to tell you why you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So we've admitted we need to change. We've really like started to step into it. We've decided. So what happens when we start to like compare and get jealous and make up stories in our heads? Because we both know that (laughs) (laughs) happens to the best of us. Oh gosh. Yeah. You know, I, I really like jealousy and comparison in yeah. some ways. I mean, I think number one, if you find you're comparing all the time, there's some really practical things around that. Like maybe you need a break from social media, mm-hmm. but also just ask like, what am I so triggered by? Like if you're really triggered by someone or they're like really, yeah, you're feeling really jealous or judgy. It's like, what's going on there? Because no one can make you feel anything that you don't already feel totally. inside yourself. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And if you're jealous of someone or you're you're being kind of nasty about them or something in your head, it's like, what part of her do I wish I mm-hmm. had? What part of her do I wish like was easier for mm-hmm. me or whatever? So you heard it here first, everyone. If you are trapped in that negative self-talk or stuffing your negative feelings down, you're never going to release them until you let it out. And sometimes you need to talk to someone to get really clear on what's going on with you. So have you ever heard of BetterHelp? It's an online counseling platform where you actually get to connect with professional counselors in like a safe and private online environment. You don't even have to leave the house. I feel like technology is finally understanding that we don't want to leave the house unless there's something really fun in it for us. So you now have this amazing tool where you can get support on your own time, at your own pace, with your sweatpants and your messy bun. And you can do your sessions via phone, video. You can even text with your therapist. I'm all for that. They're totally licensed professionals. They're counselors. They specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, seriously everything. And anything you share is totally confidential. Plus you don't need to worry about running into anyone who knows you in this awkward waiting room situation. And if you want to switch counselors for any reason, they will let you do that for any time, no charge, because you want to have that like good connection so you can go really deep. And there's over 3,000 counselors to choose from in over 50 states. And if you have a specific topic that you want to talk about, you're not limited to the people that live in your city. It's like totally worldwide because you, it's just text, chat, phone, video. So when you sign up, you can start talking to someone within 24 hours. But this is not a crisis line. This is like for counseling and support. You can schedule weekly sessions so that you're really on top of your mental health. 
and they even have a financial aid available for people that qualify. So it's secure, it's convenient, it's professional. I did counseling at the beginning of my journey. And let me tell you, it really helped me release a lot. So take my word for it, but also take Jay-Z's word for it because he said about counseling, he said, you have to reveal it to heal it. So you can't keep pushing it away, guys. So best of all, with BetterHelp, it's truly affordable. It's a very affordable option. And Chakra Girl listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code Chakra. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash Chakra. You simply fill out a questionnaire. It'll help them assess your needs. And then you get matched with a counselor that you're going to love. So that's betterhelp.com slash Chakra. You don't have to be this perfect person who never gets jealous yeah. or never judges anyone or never compares. Like there's healthy things about that stuff. It can really drive you and fuel you. Yeah. But it's just like, just again, like have a conversation with that little girl. Like, mm-hmm. okay, what's really going on yeah. here? Like, what are you jealous of? Like, okay. It's just always getting clues and always taking responsibility for your, for everything in your life. You know, they say like, we create everything. Like, everything is a mirror for us. Yeah. So this person is actually there triggering you, compare, like making you feel like you need to compare yourself because it's just serving you to get back on the path that you're meant to be on. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of us get really caught up and get in a real downward spiral. Yeah. And that happens. I that know happens. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> We've been, and Sophie been. and I have served as mirrors for each other. We sure and have. we were deciding whether or not to share this story with you guys, but we thought that we should. Yeah. I think we think it's, it's beneficial to share. Yeah. I can just kind of give some backstory. So you guys yeah. know, Sophie was my mentor and then we, you know, I started doing well in my business and we started deciding let's like do some stuff together. We hosted a retreat together and we became friends. So you can imagine like the dynamic from the beginning was gave both of us maybe some insecure feelings. Like I felt like, can I measure up to her? And then I would look at things that you were doing and be like, oh, I wish I was more than that, more like that. Or why does she do it that way? Because it made me, you know what I mean? Like we both, and and you can explain how you felt. Yeah. I mean, it's really funny because I felt the same way. Yeah. It's like just all this ego bullshit, to be honest. But it, it was also like, oh, there becomes this big, this funny, this funny relationship where, yeah, I was the coach first and you were the client. And yeah. it's like, okay, well, what if she like overcomes me or, you know, it's just so silly. Yeah. And then you have a very different energy, but is really also very good yeah. and like really exciting for me. And you get really excited about different projects. And I think like when I look back at, well, we haven't even said what happened. We just like basically our relationship just kind of got really fizzled. Nothing happened. Well, that was the thing. Nothing happened on my end. Mm -hmm. I think something about having your own business and life in general is like there's ups and downs. Yeah. And you, as you move through the levels, there's like upper limits. Yeah. I think it's Gay Hendricks, The Big Leap, if you guys have ever read that book. We sometimes when you're moving towards success, the woman that you want to be, your hot, rich, love your life, bitch life, it feels uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and it's going to require you to grow and do things that, you know, that are going to take you to that next level. Mm -hmm. And my ego was like fighting for me to stay small. Mm -hmm. And I think 
there was times where you were like, just come with me. Like, let's do this. I would get overwhelmed. I would kind of go, no, I would be like, invite me to the party, but I'm going to say no. And then I want you to miss me and then invite me again. So I can say no again. Like it was just really messed up. And I, I think for me, I was, uh, when I look back to last year, when all this was happening, I, I was just manifesting so many things not and not just our relationship like physically as well like all of these things to keep me small yeah to keep me from growing like my acne got insane like to the point where I felt like I couldn't leave the house Mm -hmm. and then like you were like let's podcast let's get a reality show let's do this let's do that and it's all very very exciting but I think I just kind of like for me, my responsibility, my part in it is like, I just kind of imploded. Mm-hmm. And then I manifested these hallucinations <laughs> of, I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want a part of that. Or like, I'm going to reject before I get rejected mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it was just like, that was my experience. And my, mine was like completely, like totally different. And it's like, when I, we talk about our different experiences, it's like, wow, I didn't know that was going on in your head. <laughs> Mine was like, I was, I didn't even feel, um, dismissed by you or that you were rejecting me. I didn't feel like that. I actually didn't, I didn't feel that I was like only looking back now, but I thought I was being rejected. Oh, okay. See, my experience was that I felt so, I was, I I don't, I don't want to say triggered because I was never angry, but I was so insecure around you Mm -hmm. because I felt like she, I would look at the, like the gaps I want to say in my confidence and the places which, where I was not confident, you Mm -hmm. were like amazing. So it was like, you're a great speaker. You're a great, you have great hair. Like literally every tiny thing that I was like, I suck at this. I felt like you were good at it. So that was an opportunity, should have been an opportunity for me to be like, work on yourself. But rather than that, I felt like I kind of like pulled away as well. Mm -hmm. And then I also, there was another side of it where I felt like, I was going through this inner battle where I felt like I couldn't do things alone and that I needed you because you were actually the one that was good at it. And that I was just like the driver of it. And I was the one. And I think this comes from, and this must be like an old pattern because like when I worked in an office, I was a project manager. I wasn't Mm -hmm. an expert in anything. I was just the one driving the traffic and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like a contributor. Yeah. So that's how I always felt. I was like, oh, well, she's so much better at like making the graphics and she's so much better at writing the copy and she's so much better. I felt like I was like. But everything that like everything that I lack, you're amazing at. Yeah. And then I also wish that I had those Exactly. Parts. So it's like, really? We should just be together. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, but it was, but like our point is like when you have someone in your life that is making you jealous yeah you need to I think it's important to like you should be honest with them if it's someone that's close with you have the conversation but then first obviously be honest with yourself like what is it that I'm that is triggering me and what am I making it mean about myself so just because she has nice hair does that mean I have shitty hair just because she's good (laughs) at writing copy does that mean have to mean that I'm bad at writing copy or I'm a bad at business yeah like just because I'm more motivated does that mean you're not like just because I have a different energy does that mean your energy is wrong like it's like how can we like own and honor who we are what are our strengths and not you can't compare. I don't know. It's like you can't the, compare. I think the main thing 
in hindsight, my biggest lesson from all of it in life, everything is like, just look someone in the eye and like talk to them. Cause what happened was we, I ended up moving into the oh same God, we, building. We manifested like having to come together. Like just when I finally, like I, I honestly, we had both muted each other we had on muted Instagram. Each other on Instagram. We're like, I'm just done seeing this bitch. <laughs> I'm done. And I, I was finally like, okay, I'm not thinking Cause I was really sad. Yeah. I was sad about it. And I was just like, okay, she doesn't. And that was the thing. You're like, I, you thought you're, it's so funny to hear you say like, you thought you needed me. Mm-hmm. And I think I thought that you, and of course you don't need me, mm-hmm. but I was like, she doesn't need me or like, doesn't want me anymore. Like she just wants to be on her own. And I was just fine. And I was really sad about it. And I was finally like, okay, I've just really put this to bed. I've let this go. But like, I don't want to see her stuff. And yeah, still, me too. And then you're like, is it weird if I move into your building of all buildings? Of all the buildings in Vancouver, yeah. there was zero places that like actually worked. And yeah. we were looking for like a good month and there were zero places that checked all the boxes. We needed three bedrooms. We needed dog friendly. We needed this. We needed that. And, and the universe was just like, and you guys need to be friends. Again. Yes. <laughs> what a godsend, honestly. A godsend. And I remember like coming up, you invited us over and I came up and I was afraid of how I would feel. Like I thought it might be weird. And then I'd feel even shittier after and be like, oh no, she lives here. Great. But all of, none of that. Like, I really saw the hallucination of fear and everything just melt away. And then the next day we had, like, I had the conversation with you. Mm -hmm. We had the conversation together that we should have had about a year before. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, it really would have been all good. But at the same time, I feel like maybe we needed this. Yeah, I think we needed to like learn our lessons on our own. Otherwise, I would have been leaning on you for the lesson. Or you would have been, you know, it just would have been codependent almost. Well, also, I feel like, and you kind of said this thing just now, you touched on that this is like a pattern for, it was kind of a pattern for you. And it was a pattern for me as Mm -hmm. well. And I feel like we both had to heal it through each other yeah. by kind of having this drift apart. Nothing bad happened. No one died. Yeah. You know, and then we came back together and stronger just, than ever, stronger than ever. And it felt like I had an exorcism. No, me too. <laughs> I like, I literally felt like I lost like 20 pounds of energy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I mean, you should just lose 20 pounds of energy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Let it all go. So yeah. I know we really went off on that story, but I want you, I, I really believe that every single person listening to this can fucking resonate oh, to totally. something, whether it's the feelings or whether it's something with a, something similar with a friend or whether it's something that's unspoken or something that you've noticed in yourself. Um, you know, let us be the inspiration yeah. to like figure it out. Like, and whether it's like a girlfriend, a a client, a, ro- a romantic relationship, whatever, like just have honest conversations about what's going on with you mm-hmm. and take them out of it. Like I could have been like, you did this, you did that, but yeah. no, it's really just take responsibility. Like this is happening and it's making me feel this way. And I feel, I feel crazy and mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. And that can be a really nice conversation, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it was, and it was, and it was, and I'm so happy. Yeah, me too. <gasps> I really miss you. <laughs> oh, me too. I feel like people were wondering 
Do you think so? I don't know. <laughs> I hope you guys so. let you us guys know. Like, who was stuck? DM us. Let us know who was like, hey, haven't seen them together for a while. I know. But we but, back. But even now, we we always are having so much fun and like such these deep conversations yeah. that we never take photos when we're Ever. Ever. Like, oh, I should have Instagrammed I know. Last time, I know. We're always having these crazy, we go off the deep end every I know. time. I know. I barely drink when I'm with you because I'm like talking so much. I, I forget know. about my drink. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, you're good for me. Um, all right, let's move on to manic moments and manifesting where oh we gosh. talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested, and I can go first. Okay, so sure. I'm doing a lot of inner work right now. I know we talked about at dinner the other night how there's like certain things that like annoy us about ourselves. Yeah. Like when we like overshare or like yeah. whatever it is. And so I'm kind of been writing down the things that I don't like about myself. And <laughs> Let's then, make a list. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it, it grows every day. Okay. I, I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, oh yeah, that. Oh yeah, that thing. Oh yeah, yeah. that thing. Um, and it's actually been really, a, it's been really hard, oh. but really cool. Yeah. And so what I do is I write down like the word. So whether it's like obnoxious, like let's just use that. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, I for, I'll say, I love you unconditionally. I forgive you for being obnoxious. I accept that the times that you are obnoxious, it probably offended some people. It probably made you feel embarrassed. Yeah. It probably like, let's, we can't pretend that it's a good thing, Yeah. but we can accept it. And then I say, I appreciate that I am growing from this. I appreciate that I'm looking at this. I appreciate that I'm a lot less obnoxious than when I was younger. And I can honor that I've moved forward. And then I trust that I will continue to grow. So the, the things are love myself unconditionally, forgive myself for, accept that, appreciate that, and trust that. That is like owning your dark side your dark in the side. best way. Yes. I and then it. for some of them, I'll write like an action step. So, mm-hmm. you know, if there's something that I could like do that day, whether it's like, you know, one of them was, I feel like I'm like a hermit too much. So one of them, so I started like texting some of my friends, like as an action step. After. Yeah. I love um, that. Safeguarding. So yeah, it's really icky. It has really been real. Well, I feel like that is also like, I, I feel like part of reinventing yourself too mm-hmm. is really owning your dark side yeah. and loving your dark side. Like yeah. kind of, okay, like I'm obnoxious. Yeah. Cool. Like that's me. Exactly. Like, that's just who I am. Yeah. Love it. Take it or leave it. And then, and then once you stop judging yourself for it, you become less obnoxious because totally. the less you judge yourself, the more aligned you are with your highest self. Well, it's like, I think there's, it's like a paradox or something The when you accept where you are now, then you can change. Mm-hmm. And I find that every time it's like when you totally start loving yourself, loving your body, loving your spouse, whatever, yeah. then they can change. Then they can change. <laughs> and that brings me to my next point. <laughs> As I was going through all this work, so this is like part of the meltdown and also part of the manifestation, I was like getting annoyed because I'm sitting there doing all this work and I'm like, He's not doing anything. <laughs> and it was like, I, but of course, it was just me being uncomfortable with myself and wanting to blame him for something. So I would kind of like, well, have you even like journaled? Have you even like done this ever? Like, are you even like, have you ever like read a book? Like, <laughs> I was kind of like nicely, but not nicely, yeah. like being like, so like, what do you do for personal <laughs> development? And then I let it go. 
let it go, and then wrote that down as one of my things, oh deflecting. My yeah, deflecting. <laughs> Did the work around it, and then the next day, I found this um, this week long like yoga thing. It's called called like five a five day fresh start or something like that. Yeah. Um, and it's like, just like inner work and all that kind of stuff. And I was telling my husband about it and he said he would come with me. And I was like, yes, this is what you're doing for personal. (laughs) Yeah. Now I know. So I manifested it. Yeah. Because I did the work around it and I stopped being a bitch for like five seconds. Okay. Love it. How to not be a bitch and manifest. Yes. (laughs) What is your latest meltdown? Oh, I mean, I could talk about nearly losing my shit on the cashier at Anthropology, but I <laughs> oh, I hate when I do that. <laughs> but I think I'll talk about that's one. Okay, <laughs> I think I'll talk about um, like so after I well, I just gave birth two months ago, and I think I was having kind of like regular meltdowns a little bit after. Just getting really overwhelmed. This actually sounds really asshole-ish, actually. Like, everyone wanting to come see the baby. Oh, I think everyone gets that way. I do. No, you're not supposed... Like, you're actually not really supposed to... See anyone? No, no, no. I mean, like, (laughs) as a friend, you're not supposed to invite yourself over. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I think it's, like, friends don't. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Friends don't. No, I'm just This is a PSA. If your friend has a baby, wait for them to invite you over. (laughs) Yeah. That said, you know, I really do appreciate everyone being so excited. Like, it's really amazing. Um, But I think the meltdown I had is, like, I I was kind of taking that on from all these people, and then I actually took it out on my father. Uh (laughs) He was like, when can I see the baby? I was like, you can't see the baby. like, I don't want you in my house. I'm naked and breastfeeding. (laughs) I just really kind of lost it. Not too much, but a a little bit. But it's just a good, I think for me, it was a good reminder to remember, you don't need to reply to people's text messages Mm. right away. Mm -hmm. Like, just put the phone away. In fact, just don't. People understand you just had a baby. Or whatever it is. Or you just... We're, like, you don't have to have a baby to not reply to someone's text messages. I think in this day and age, it was a good reminder, like, how we are, you know, instantaneous with email, with text, mm. with everything. Sometimes just take a breather mm-hmm. and, like, just don't reply. Yeah. And no one's going to die yeah. if you don't reply. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Tattooing that on my back. And I think, like, even in terms of earlier, like, talking about reinventing, like, reinventing your time or whatever, that's kind of one of the things that is a time suck and, like, something I don't love doing is, like, sitting and replying to texts, like, being glued to my phone all day. Mm-hmm. I don't love that about my myself or my life. So it's, like, a good reminder to just put the phone away, have some boundaries on the yeah. phone, and I think... It's good to do that when yeah. you have a freaking baby to yeah. take care of. And I've gotten into the habit of, like, not bringing my phone into every fucking room. Like, oh, if yeah. I'm going to the bathroom, if I'm going to get a glass of water, why the fuck do I need to bring my phone? I know. It's literally, like, a meth addiction. I know. <laughs> like, it's scary. No disrespect to anyone who's addicted to meth. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not good. No. So, Yeah. Boundaries with the phone, some separation. It's been good. Okay. Yeah. What is your latest manifestation? Actually, so my latest manifestation is that, I think I was telling you about this the other day, we have made this, uh, we've painted a small wall Mm -hmm. in our place with chalkboard paint, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of become this magic wall. Mm -hmm. And we write all these things on it that we want to create and do and manifest, and it's been really cool to see what happens, like 
just some of the things in the last week or so. Um, well, I manifested this really gorgeous Celine baby bag, mm-hmm. but also really cool things. Like we had something on there that said surprise lake house trip. And because we're kind of obsessed. Yeah, with you're obsessed house with a lake house idea. We're just obsessed idea. with having a lake house. Yeah. Like that's just the kind of people that we want to be going to the lake house on the weekend. So we thought, okay, well, we need to kind of, like, we don't even know where we want to have a lake house. So we're like, okay, we need to go on some lake house trips. But we, for some reason, wrote surprise lake house trip on the board, which is kind of specific. It's like, that means we can't plan it. Yeah. It needs to be a surprise. We weren't even thinking about that. But literally within one week, and we've been talking about Lake House for like a couple of years now, my sister-in-law messaged us and was like, hey, who wants to go to this like gorgeous, beautiful, luxurious Lake House? It was more of an ocean house, I guess, in Tofino next year. We'll do a family trip. So we booked that. And then that same week, my husband's friend was like, hey, I want to take you and like our other friends to Tofino for another like a surprise trip. Uh, like, and all expenses paid. Da, 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 da. So that happened in one week. That's wild. Yeah. Can I go write down surprise Louis Vuitton luggage on your magical yeah, board? Yeah, you should. Like I'm <laughs> encouraging people. I'm like, you guys should like write stuff down. So we do, like, I love the wall because we pass by it and see, it's like a vision board. Like you see it every day. Yeah. But there's something so magic about it. Mm. And we're really manifesting all these things. So there's some very juicy shit on there. So I'm excited okay. to see what will be coming. I'm coming down. Yeah, coming down. To write some stuff down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. This has been so fun. Yeah, it's been amazing. So good. Thank you so much. Um, where can we find you? So you can find me at justloveyourlifebitch.com. You can find me on Instagram at loveyourlifebitch. It's L-O-V-E-U-R, like old school texting days. <laughs> L-I-F-E-B-I-T-C-H. B-B-M days. Yeah. L-I-F-E-B-I-T-C-H. And I actually have a little thing on my website that you can design your hot, rich life so you can reinvent it and it's, you can do it in as little as 15 minutes and you can just go to bit.ly slash hot, rich design. Ooh. Okay. And we're going to link you guys to everything. Check out Sophie. She is amazing. You're going to love her so much, just like I do. And Sophie, thank you so, so much. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, karma's real. So if you love this episode, go leave a comment, rate us five stars, and subscribe. And you're going to manifest a mini heart chakra upgrade because you've got to give if you want to receive. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at chakragirlco and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Also, you can find more info on this episode at chakragirlco.com. That's where you're going to access the show notes. And while you're on my website, check out the newest online hotspot, the Chakra Girl Glam and Grounded membership. We would love to help you activate those chakras, babe. So step into that chic life and join us in the Glam and Grounded membership. Love you, mean it. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.